The Steelers' T.J. Watt gets absolutely dissed in the new Madden 2021 ratings, while Juju Smith-Schuster shines. Is it a case of upside down? Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Steelers Nation is in an uproar in wake of the new Madden 21 ratings that seem to diss one of their superstars while hinting at a big comeback for a fan favorite. It is the tale of two computer game ratings, which actually won't really matter much once the real season begins. But in mid-July, the mere ratings for Madden video games can make Steelers fans seethingly mad. Specifically, it's the middling rating for rising Steelers superstar linebacker T.J. Watt that has the 412 area code in an absolute uproar. Madden rates Watt at a relatively low wattage 86 rating. Ironically, that is the same grade given to receiver Juju Smith-Schuster but their careers seem to be headed in the opposite direction. Watt is headed all the way up with a new Steelers contract that will cement him for years to come, while Juju could be pointed right out of Pittsburgh after this season. So what gives? We explore this and much more in this edition of the Steelers Update Podcast. So let's get right to it. Overall, Madden grades the Steelers at 9th out of 32 NFL teams, with an 82 overall team rating. That should mean the black and gold will be back in the 2020 playoffs. Of course, this long-running video game really doesn't matter a whit in the real world, but that doesn't stop fans from giving it great weight. Another interesting Madden 2021 factoid. The Steelers' offense, which was absolutely horrible last year, actually edges out the highly touted defense in the new ratings, if only by a nose. The offense gets an 83 Madden rating, while the defense ranks a mere 81. So, is this all a big flaw in this year's highly touted video game, or a prescient prediction? One major Pittsburgh sports analyst seems to think Madden 21 is on to something in dissing the Steelers' D. This analyst, who's been covering the team for decades, thinks the defense is going to be the Steelers' 2020 weak spot, not the offense with a surgically repaired Ben Roethlisberger back at the helm. I'll tell you more on that in a moment. But one of the reasons for this apparent juxtaposition in the Madden rating for Juju Smith-Schuster could be the fact that he is prime for a big comeback. Indeed, many fantasy football prognosticators are predicting a huge season for the most beloved Steeler. Still, Juju could be damned either way with his football future pointed out of the 412 area code. Again, stay tuned. But right now, we got to take a closer look at that Madden rating for T.J. Watt. Steelers Nation is in an absolute rage, and the rating is paltry because Watt is an outstanding outside linebacker 
whose career is pointed way, way up. And this season could be explosive. Radio host Andrew Filipponi captured the Steelers' scorn with this series of tart tweets. Quote, What has happened to the once-proud Madden football video game franchise? To rate T.J. Watt as the fourth best Steelers player, to have him tied with a number two wide receiver in Juju, do their ratings people have eyes? Do they watch the games? It's an outrage. But Filipponi wasn't done. He goes on, quote, T.J. Watt is the Steelers' best player. If you don't know that, you're neither a true Steelers fan or you have no football acumen, zero football IQ. The man is a monster, a quarterback destroyer. Yet the Pony Express wrote on, tweeting this one, T.J. Watt is so good he turned Bud Dupree into a competent player. That's right there deserves a 99 Madden rating. That's the football equivalent of turning water into wine, unquote. I think we know how Filipponi feels about those Madden ratings on T.J. Watt. That was one hell of a tweet storm. Hey, I must confess, I never realized this Madden rating thing was that big of a deal and so closely followed. I mean, shouldn't Steelers fans have something bigger to worry about? Like actually getting in to see their beloved black and gold play some actual football games this fall? It might not happen because up in Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Eagles just announced there will be no green-clad Eagle fans inside Lincoln Financial Field for games. This after the city of brotherly love announced it is banning big gatherings for the foreseeable future well into 2021. All due to the coronavirus, of course, and the continuing surge of cases in parts of Pennsylvania and, of course, parts of the country. Now, the Steelers are still operating on the assumption that some fans will be allowed in the stands, but they are permitting season ticket holders to opt out of the 2020 season and or get refunds on their already purchased tickets. It's looking like fewer and fewer real fans will be inside Heinz Field for games. But can you imagine the value of those few tickets that will be valid for any given Steelers Sunday? It's going to be an absolute bidding war on the secondary ticket market to be one of those select few fans to see the games in person. And yours truly does hope to be one of them. More on that to come. For now, though, Steelers fans have their terrible towels tied up in knots over their team's Madden ratings. Here's a continuing roundup of the Steelers Nation rage. Blitzberg on Twitter was all over the ratings, tweeting this read em and weep rundown of the top players rated by Madden. The top 10 rated Steelers in Madden 21. David DeCastro, 91 rating. Cameron Hayward, 90. Minka Fitzpatrick, 87. Stefan Tuitt, 87. Marquise Pouncey, 86. Juju Smith-Schuster, 86. T.J. Watt, 86. Eric Ebron, 84. Joe Hayden, 83. And Alejandro Villanueva, 82. Daniel Valente with Steelers Depot challenged the outrageous ratings, not with opinion, but actual facts. He tweeted this Madden 
really needs to go back to the drawing board after snubbing T.J. Watt like that. These ratings don't even make sense when comparing them to other players. And then he went on a lengthy comparison to show Watt and his production versus other players on the Madden board. I'm not going to get into that here, but definitely look it up on Twitter. Either way, Watt will have a season to watch on the edge of that still scary Steelers D. But I have to confess, the most interesting player in Pittsburgh could well be the social media sensation and Steelers for at least one more year, Juju Smith-Huster. He is in a pivotal position like no other, but it could be a no-win position when it comes to his Steelers' future. Once again, Daniel Valente writing for Steelers Depot frames Juju's fourth year perfectly. He writes, quote, Juju Smith-Schuster's NFL career can be summed up in three parts thus far. A promising start, an absurd sophomore year, and then a disappointing third year. The young wide receiver's career has been playing out like a character in a novel. There was a promising introduction, a climb to the top, and then a deep fall from grace during year three. If this was a story arc designed by a screenwriter, the next step would be redemption, and Smith-Schuster will have a chance to find redemption during year four, which also happens to be his contract year, unquote. Now, here's the rub, though. Smith-Schuster will be but one cog in the Steelers' stacked receiving core. So either his stats will suffer or he will shine amid the crowd as defenses are divided by all the Steelers' weapons. Take your pick. Again, Valente writes this, quote, James Washington took a big step forward last year, and he is going to be counted on to progress further in 2020. Deontay Johnson had an excellent rookie season, and the sky may be the limit for him moving forward. Eric Ebron will open up the middle of the field and hopefully give the Steelers a consistent contributor from the tight end position, unquote. Finally, Valente sums up Smith-Schuster's chances amid all of these great emerging Steelers weapons, quote, these are a lot of mouths to feed, but it was only two years ago that Ben Roethlisberger threw the football 675 times. While it is reasonable to suggest that the 675 attempts that Ben threw in 2018 may be a high starting point for a quarterback coming off elbow surgery, there should be room for at least all of those weapons to get some footballs, unquote. Bottom line, hey, the really smart money says Juju is damned if he does and damned if he doesn't. If he flourishes this season, he will surely price himself out of Pittsburgh on the free agency market. If he doesn't flourish, he's expendable, especially with the plethora of receiving talent on this Steelers roster. So, Smith-Schuster skeptic, I'm talking about radio host Mark Madden, looks to be right about our fan-favorite Juju yet again. The Caustic Radio host tweeted this on the occasion of Juju's one millionth YouTube follower. Here's Madden on Juju hitting the mythical milestone on social media. Quote, I'm happy for the guy. It's probably the biggest accomplishment he'll ever have here in Pittsburgh. Because after this year, I expect him to be not very good and then he'll leave. Womp, womp. 
bottom line for Juju is that his most important stat as a Steeler might be his $1.3 million cap hit for 2020. It is a steal for the Steelers this season. But Smith-Schuster will be expensive next year. Here's how Trib Live assesses his future in the 412 area code. Quote, Juju is still just 23 years old, so the immense upside Smith-Schuster showed in 2018 remains there. The problem in regards to his long-term future with the Steelers is that Smith-Schuster and his agent will surely ask for top dollar amid the wide receivers market. The Steelers at this point are surely unwilling to give it to him, both because of the uncertainty of the pandemic and because of Smith-Schuster's poor 2019. So if he rebounds in 2020, why wouldn't Smith-Schuster want to test the free agency market? Complicating matters further is the possible emergence of Deontay Johnson as a number one wide receiver in the NFL. It's difficult to envision a scenario where Juju Smith-Schuster is in black and gold in 2021. Unquote. So take that, Madden 2021. Smith-Schuster might not even be on the team. Count Nick Farabaugh with Pittsburgh Sports Now among those on the Juju Boom team for this season. He tweets, Juju Smith-Schuster led the NFL in receiving yards from the slot his first two seasons in the NFL. With Big Ben at the helm in 2019, he averaged 81 yards receiving a game. In 2019, among the receivers with 60 targets, Juju ranked 10th with 5.7 yards a catch per reception. His stock is up, unquote. Hey, who will be right? Madden 21, the prognosticators and analysts in Pittsburgh. Who knows? Which Steelers unit will rate higher where it really counts on the football field? Based on last season, many are putting money on that scary Steelers defense. Bob Labriola with Steelers.com writes a lengthy piece on the Pittsburgh D. It is summed up with this tweet from Bob. Quote, over the previous three seasons, the Steelers defense has more sacks than any other D. 20 more than the second place Saints. But it wasn't until last September that their defense became truly championship caliber. Unquote. Of course... The Steelers didn't even make the playoffs the last couple of years, but, you know, we'll leave that aside. But once again, I go back to Mark Madden because he takes takes that are often counter-conventional wisdom, but a great number of them prove correct. The radio host is highly skeptical of the Steelers' defense going into this season. He has these choice comments in a recent TribLive.com podcast. Quote, I think the offense will be fine. It's the defense I'm more worried about. I know that contradicts how great the defense played last year, but they don't have nose tackle Javon Hargrave back. And I think Tyson Alualo is a shadow of what Hargrave provided. Unquote. Mark also sees inside linebacker as a potential problem, saying, quote, they haven't replaced Mark Barron. So if Devin Bush gets hurt, it's a major, major disaster. I am not counting on the defense playing anywhere near as well as it did last year, unquote. That's Mark Madden putting up a cautionary, unconventional warning about the Steelers' D. And it's all great debate.
hey, it's it's fantastic, especially in the summer, debating football and not thinking about all the other crazy stuff going on in the country. And the debate will rage. It will go on until the games actually begin and we start to see some hard data on how this Steelers team and how this Steelers season will take shape. I, for one, cannot wait. And here's hoping some of us will be there in the stands to actually witness it. That is the hope on this mid-July afternoon. And hoping you get all your podcasts the Steelers Update podcast in particular, wherever you download your favorite audio, it's there for you every Wednesday afternoon. So subscribe, sign up, listen up, and comment. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.